0: heard and welcome back to another episode of nerd herder i'm j dub i am boop and we are here uh living in a post no way home uh world my life (laughs) is different now everyone is different hopefully for the better for that but we're not here to talk about uh spider-man this week although that's a plug uh that is a segue (laughs) that is a uh a tease of what's to come next week over with our nerdyverse series. Is a
1: very good tease. Uh, yeah,
0: good it's so impromptu also. Um totally unplanned. But uh much like everything about this podcast. But we do have some things planned like next week's episode where we talk about the MCU Spider-Man trilogy maybe. We uh I don't know. I lots of feelings. We just the other day watched it so it's mm-hmm. like all very fresh. So I feel like I would talk about nothing but No Way Home right now. I agree. (laughs) But I don't know if a week will change that. Um, So I'm kind of giving myself time to calm down and and see if we're actually going to talk about a trilogy (laughs) next week or or just one film. The best film.
1: I don't think I will calm
0: down. No, I I don't. My parents have
1: been waiting for me to calm down for years.
0: (laughs) The Ritalin didn't help. No. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, so, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, weigh in, hit us up. If you want to uh, get that in your ears, check it out next week. In the new year, uh, we'll be talking about the MCU Spider-Man trilogy. But we're actually finishing a trilogy uh, today, uh, a trilogy of trilogies, really, because we're talking about everything we enjoy. Uh, well, not everything. We can't fit that in an episode. I was very proud of us. We fit a lot in last week's episode about The Last Jedi. Yes. Or the last episode we did, I should say. Not last week's. But um, yeah, we fit a lot in in that. That being, I think, now well-established as one of our favorite Star Wars. I I, def- I can definitively say second favorite Star Wars.
1: Oh, no. I fully agree.
0: And so, uh, but we, we miraculously pulled it in at about an hour of conversation, although uh, that was, of course, with trimming down what we discussed, uh, but nonetheless, we did it, and I think this week's going to be no less of a challenge um, to keep it in at an hour, just because uh, I think it's been clear uh, we enjoy these movies. Absolutely. Uh, We enjoy every Star War, um, and even the ones that are, by many public and popular accounts lesser than, uh, we find something to like. Even the holiday special has something good about it, I promise you, and it's called Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious, we're we're joining the world and celebrating this, uh, you know, uh, dented, helmeted man. Yeah. Um, he's got his own show now and everything. That would not have happened.
1: it not for the holiday it, special. It,
0: every legend has to start somewhere, and he started in a horrible movie, but look where he has come. Uh, so much better now, and and also, um, what's that one golden girl? Uh, B that's Arthur. in it. Yeah, B. Arthur is in it as an amazing, uh, bartender, uh, yes. a canon bartender, I might remind.
1: A canonically, um, uh, a canonically queer. lesbian. Yes.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, we assume because she has a wife, she's lesbian. But yeah. that would still be assuming because well, you that's, know that's like, why I
1: say queer. That's Queer's fair.
0: Kind of a catch-all. But I feel. I, I often wonder sometimes if people like necessarily getting all of it lumped. I I, I understand some people are very passionate about their particular yeah. uh, label and whatnot, and that's perfectly so. fine. I, I, I yeah, it's a it's a two way street of both yeah. both hand and everything. But anyway, so <laughs> yeah, even the holiday special has something to good good to like it uh, about it, and therefore uh, even yes. if the rise of Skywalker uh, is not your favorite, I guarantee there's something to like about it in there for you. Uh, and maybe it'll be one of the things we talk about um, if you're unfamiliar, which I doubt it because only the same like 20 people listen to the podcast. But hey. if you are unfamiliar uh, with the That's format, up, <laughs> we literally just talk about uh, our favorite things about the movies. And unless you tuned in last time when we did talk about The the Last Jedi, we, we needed some uh, guide rails to get through the conversation. Um, but that was a, a one time only kind of thing. Although I will be adapting part of that to begin the episode, uh, but by and large, we just come into this for conversation about the things we enjoy. Hopefully, to resonate with someone listening, uh, maybe to help someone listening who uh, doesn't agree or doesn't like the same things. Yeah. Or maybe it's just background noise, and you have you're not really paying attention. In which case, that's fine because that counts. That counts on our stats. So. <laughs> We'll take it. <laughs> Should we
1: like throw in some subliminal messages? R-
0: right. Uh, you want to buy more eggnog. <laughs> buy more, egg- buy more eggnog. Buy more eggnog. No. <laughs> that, that's not, don't kill your parents. No, don't. Yes. Yes. Um, Subscribe. So, yeah. So that's what we, we do here. Uh, and we did put out a poll. Uh, well, not mo- so much a poll, but a request for input. And um, hopefully you put in. And in we which case we will uh, kind of. Uh, speed through some of those later on uh, but you can still feel free to add to that now if you can't find the original tweet you can just add us uh, you know social media is a two way street you can communicate with us I don't know yeah. why people don't realize that all the time DM us. if you have something to say
1: send us a letter and
0: it's nice say it but don't say the mean stuff because I can't handle much more pressure in this year and you know <laughs> 2021 what? sucks
1: you say something mean I'm coming for
0: you right tiny fist of fury Um, so yeah, so The Rise of Skywalker, um, before, uh, really jumping in with anything specific, uh, one thing I liked that we did last time, uh, was opened up with why we kind of like it overall, because a lot of times we jump right in on specific things, uh, which is very easy because there's a lot of high points in a lot of these films, um, but just in a general sense, um... What, what makes you like, love, enjoy The Rise of Skywalker?
1: I think the reason that I love it so much is because it, of the focus, like, A New Hope. Um, the main plot is a story of redemption and hope. Mm-hmm. And this is a wonderful bookend to a series about love and family and hope.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like it's such a good encapsulation of all of the themes that we have come to love so much about these characters, and you know what they've gone through in these movies. But also, it's just so dang pretty to look at.
0: It is. It. Uh, I. I think that The Last Jedi in particular is one of the prettiest. Yes. Um, but I will say they definitely continued that eye for. Shooting scenes that were like just iconically <clears throat> staged and and lit and and beautifully colored. They they figured out a formula, uh, I think, with the Last Jedi that they're taking into a lot of not even just um, this film, but also like Disney Plus content that's come after, where they're they're more mindful of the shot. Yeah. I think like it's not just to get the shot, but it's also to get the the best shot. Not camera as a character. Yeah, like. Not in the sense that any other film uh, or Star Wars film has been poorly shot, but it's not that, the, like the shot wasn't important like that. Like you, yeah. when you're staging and setting up a scene, the camera was just going to catch everything, but it wasn't necessarily treated, like you said, like a character, like a part of the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it should be. And and a lot of that also comes afterwards too. Um, no, no modern film is completely done in front of camera anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what they say, that even that puppet has something. (laughs) So, um, but, and and that's okay. That, like, there's always been corrections in film and things that come after to make it pretty. And it's okay for a film to be pretty. Yeah,
1: agreed. And you know what? It is very pretty. It is. and it has got some intense, very well done emotional moments. Like, this is, I'd say, one of the most emotional Star Wars films overall. Mm -hmm. It definitely made me cry at least four or five times.
0: I think it kind of has to be, because like you said, it encapsulates so much. It really encapsulates everything that's kind of come before it. The The Last Jedi started something that it was like, hey, let's be mindful to reach back. Let's mention Mm -hmm. Sidious. Let's talk about the Jedi Order, not just the old Republic and before the Dark Times, but let's get real with details that came before. Like, let's honor and talk about that legacy. Um, again, that continues very strongly here. And it has to, because this is the end of all of that. You you can't yes. do this kind of a movie and not hit everything. Um, and you can't do this kind of a movie, hit everything and not m- miss some things for some people and not do things, uh, in a way that's not according to expectations for other people mm-hmm. like i it it's a big mess for a lot of people i get that and i get why because it's so big
1: it, it there's a lot of movie
0: yeah i mean cuz because like you said it it's such a distill of everything it's not just the same hero's journey over it takes everything from the saga that it is a part of uh and and brings it into a single film yeah. and so when you go big you you're bound to lose some people um you're bound to do things that take time to come around to mm-hmm. and and i definitely think this is one of those films that it's it's just about that it's just it's about giving it the space it needs to grow yeah. uh in the public eye and in the fandom and everything and um i you know a lot of people have their legitimate reasons for not liking it but uh i think there's also legitimate reasons to like it agreed um and part of that is because it touches on so much that's so yeah. uh, so important and such a pillar to Star Wars.
1: Exactly. And you know what? It's got some moments in it that are like the most Star Wars moments of any film, in my opinion. Name one. I am going to name a very specific one Top
0: five moments it of, is... of Tross according to Boot. No, I'm just kidding. No.
1: I do not rank. I, <laughs> I am firmly in the you middle You rank pretty rankings. high on
0: my list, though. Gross.
1: Stop it. <laughs> Get better standards. Never. Um, the moment that I think of when I think of Star Wars is the hug at the very end of the movie uh, between Ray, Poe, and Finn. hmm The amount of love and emotion that is in that moment, that is Star Wars, to the nth degree for me. Mm-hmm. Because that is the culmination of found family, of, you know, hope, fulfillment, and just everything I love about Star Wars, which is sharing it with other people.
0: Yeah, well, and again, yeah, because let's be honest, this film's about family. Yeah. Uh, Found family, uh, dealing with your actual family, uh, friends that are more like family, like all all of that, like these deep, Uh, And meaningful relationships um, are central to Star Wars, but especially uh, this film.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a movie and a trilogy about legacy. And I think this is a pretty darn good bow that it's wrapped up in.
0: Yeah, And, and that's the thing that we're talking about that you opened with is it pulls those things that are in every movie family has been a point in every movie literally the original trilogy is built on the revelation that darth vader is the father of our hero right uh we're going back in time and we're dealing with this idea of an an adoptive family of sorts right not that all adopted families are evil but you happen to get adopted into a very uh uptight culty family yeah and the kind of impacts that other people have on your choices. Like that's Anakin's whole journey, right? Like it's all in mm. dealing with family and the relationships and how they form us uh and yeah. or, or or hurt us. Um and so, but in a com- in a completely positive sense that ending because like that's the more personal version of like the spaceship scene when everybody shows up and everybody yeah jumps in like the personal story version of that is these three characters that represent all of that
1: you exactly. know three characters
0: that chose to jump in and do something and and do the right thing and so um and that's the thing is it's just like Star Wars is big Star Wars is the fleet of just people but it's also those few yeah. friends it it doesn't always have to be thousands of followers big you know con gatherings it can also be the same few people you Skype with or stream with or mm-hmm. talk to, um, you know, star Wars is as much, uh, communal as it is personal. Agreed. And, and I think this movie does, does that. Uh, uh, and I think it does it well.
1: Yeah. Big time.
0: And so, um, so, uh, like I mentioned last time when we did this with the last Jedi to keep our conversation concise. Uh, we, I did a segment called some say, uh, we did the whole episode based on that. It took, things uh that some fans or some not fans say about the film
1: i guess you could call them fans they call themselves fans,
0: self-identifying fans self-noted internet douchebags (laughs) um uh they say certain things uh, and not in a fun way (laughs) right like when you talk about the last jedi when you talk about the rise of Skywalker, when you talk about the phantom menace when you talk about any of these films there's like the same 10 arguments uh for everyone that doesn't yeah. like them, I think. But Jar Jar Banks, John. And, and don't let me invalidate that just because you have the same argument as Star Wars theory, that that mm. makes you as toxic as Star Wars theory. No. Like, when you legitimately believe what you're saying, and when you legitimately dislike what you dislike, I, I can't hold any of that against you because this is all fiction. It's all faking in space. Why would I treat you any different or ostracize you for just having an opinion but when that you know the one of the biggest downsides of the internet it, it's created this culture that doesn't need to form their own opinions they they google their opinions mm. how should i feel about this based on what this youtuber says what should i do based on what this article says top 5 according to what watch mojo is what's my top 5 because it's easier to take what somebody watch else mojo. quote unquote thinks uh, and regurgitate it than to actually be your own person and yeah. do your own thing. It's a whole tirade, but when you have legitimate problems, and and that's I, that, I guess I'll say that to say the door is open. If you have legitimate problems with this movie, if you have legitimate things that you dislike that we like, that's okay, and you can definitely talk to us about it. You can share that with us. We don't mind that. No, we just don't like living in negativity, and we don't like hollow opinions that are just regurgitated internet opinions um and so we wanted to tackle that specifically with that segment last week um and i don't want to do the whole episode like that because i think that there's plenty to talk about that we like um and uh i i think strange to say i think this is actually less controversial than the last jedi
1: i think for a lot of people
0: And so, uh, I don't want to make the whole episode this, but there was one I wanted to deal with just because it starts the movie and I feel like it should start our conversation uh, here 17 minutes in. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Some say that Palpatine (laughs) returned and it was ridiculous. Okay. (laughs) Here's the thing. Was it what you thought it was? It's close. Oh, what'd you think it was? Somehow. Oh, Palpatine returned. That's not a bad line. Well, not specifically the line. I think it. I I guess I'm going after the the entire concept of Palpatine returning at all and the issue that some people take with it.
1: Look, dude, it's faking in space, for one thing. (laughs) But also, this is a movie about the Skywalkers. Why wouldn't there be Granddaddy Palpatine (laughs) who is not confirmed to be Anakin Skywalker's father through the Force? But I think there's a decent case for it. There'd be
0: amazing irony if he did ultimately create his doom. Yes. Uh, There's part of me that would absolutely love that. It's
1: poetic cinema. Right, it's
0: poetic. Um, It rhymes. But uh, yeah, I think that's one of the most persistent issues with this film. Um, I I mean, just recently it came up again. Um, I don't remember what sparked it, but there was big uh conversation uh trending on twitter uh about palpatine and and this line and, and just the overall concept of him returning and everything um somehow
1: we're still having this argument
0: <laughs> right that's the real somehow <laughs> um i i mean i agree i think it makes sense and um i i don't think number 1 it's uh uncharacteristic of star wars to throw in a curveball. I will yeah. I will give this. It was a surprise. It was. Um
1: that moment at celebration blew my freaking mind and you can see it in the video.
0: Yeah. Um because what we were thinking was just, oh, it's something in the edit. They're just you know, it's like those things, like you'll hear lines in of dialogue in trailers. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they're talking to that person. It's just exposition, right? Um, you know, when you think Star Wars and you think evil, of course Palpatine. You know you're going to hear yeah. some cackling, and that's meant to be the dark side, right? But yeah, when when um, Ian came out himself, yeah, that moment solidified. Holy crap! It's actually it's him. Palpatine. He's actually back. And I—that's the moment I think you're supposed to hang on to. Like, yeah, trust me. We were spoiled. We were there. Yeah, and we don't say that to brag, but I really think that changed how I was gonna see that forever yeah. because being in that electric energized room with mm-hmm. that reveal, like how could I not be happy? Exactly. <laughs> I know? agree fully. And and I think it's those moments that we hang on. Like like think of the the awe and the action and the the fun mm-hmm. of of uh Palpatine returning. Don't think about the fact that it's kinda shoe shoehorned in. Like I I kind of agree with that. I, I get that. I know that in parts it was set up. Yeah, I'm a mm-hmm. nerd. I've I've read books, and I, I get <laughs> you the, can read. You know, they've been teasing this stuff with the unknown unknown regions for you know since Disney bought this. Really,
1: I like the onion regions better.
0: You know, verbal dyslexia. Man, I know. Um, I I know something like this was always being set up. Yeah. I still know that it kind of rushed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like I get that. Like there's no mention of Palpatine in the old ways. It's just this, you know, radicalized and and legacy obsessed first order regime. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden it turns out, I I get it. It's that kind of Scooby-Doo-ness of, it was this person all along, but at the same time, number one, it's a character as awesome as Palpatine. Number two, it makes sense in the grand scheme of things, even if it wasn't well set up.
1: Yeah. And see, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just want to continue the joke. Exactly. Yeah. Um... I,
1: I, I've i said it so many times before, but can we really be surprised that Palpatine's back in the trilogy? Because he is a man of
0: Guys, this was such a good idea. They did it twice. Exactly. Like if you haven't read the Dark Empire comics, they did it worse.
1: <laughs> you should read um, the Jedi Prince series too if you want to laugh.
0: Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It, it's 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 wild and crazy, and there's a reason Legends is dead. They want to go to Hologram <laughs> um, Fun
1: World to get married. I, ju- I just wish
0: they didn't take Kikruk with them. But anyway. Oh. Um, so yeah, but yeah. does uh, he
1: strike you as a man who dies?
0: Who's that, Palpatine? Yes. Well, he's kind of that. Face of evil, right? Like I, I imagine, Harry Potter walked away after Voldemort was vanquished, and worried every day mm-hmm. that it wasn't going to be. Op- this dude came back from the dead. Like it, it some characters and some people represent such an evil that we are always anxious. Is ever present yeah. and looming. It it, it it makes sense that it would be in this case actual. He, he, he persisted, exactly. as evil does. Nevertheless, <laughs> yeah. persisted.
1: And, you know, I love that you brought that up because it's like the eye of Sauron mm-hmm. in its truest sense is that Sauron never really went anywhere. He was right. always there. He just took a different form.
0: Yeah. And, and there's that idea in general with the Force, and I kind of subscribe to it in that, Agreed. you know, light, dark, and balance are all going to take multiple forms throughout the legacy of the story, right? Yeah. Uh, and this, our light is Ray Palpatine choosing to be a Skywalker. Agreed. Right? Like it's it. It's not that Luke was a bad light. It's not that Anakin's light was snuffed out. It's that she's this light for this legacy and this generation. Agreed. Um, Palpatine just happens to be the same dang evil <laughs> the whole time. <laughs>
1: How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man?
0: And And that's really the thing right so we call it the skywalker saga and i get that and that's right uh, because of what that name and legacy represents and that's what themes of the last jedi and the rise of skywalker deal with right that makes sense but at the same time when you think of that as a a sort of epitome of of light you think of palpatine as an epitome of evil agreed And, and and like you said it only makes sense that who who was gonna be the evil to rise to the name Skywalker? Palpatine. Exactly. And so same
1: family line if you want to get into it. Right.
0: Uh semantically. Semantically. Which I mean, and that's the thing too, is it's just like that and that's what's so meaningful to Ray's story. And I, I think, you know, um, I think I've said before, but like I, I've always liked Ray. I've never had a problem with her no. as a character. Um but she wasn't the lead for me. Like it was, it was a Ben solo story until the rise of Skywalker. And are, yeah, it, it is still for me. Trust me. Um, like I've always resonated far more with, uh, Ben as Kylo Ren than I did as Ray. But I liked
1: Ray. So much edginess and Spencer's coupons. Right. Yes.
0: It's the same thing of just like I, when I watched the original films, I wanted to be cool. Like Han, I didn't want to be Luke. Yeah. Um, you know, resonating and, and finding things I liked about Luke didn't come until much later. And even then they weren't incredibly meaningful until The Last Jedi.
1: You want to make a good character, break
0: them. <laughs> right. Uh Make them real. Make them a bastard. Uh, make them relatable. And so um same same way here where it's just like I get raised the lead and she's the important one, but I'm over here with this character. Mm-hmm. Um And this this film did swap that a bit because of the direction her story went. Um, It's not that like a lot had to be changed for me to like the character. Uh, Again, I always liked her. Yeah. But this made me like really relate to her and resonate with her. Yes. Um, And I I think that's the thing. Like a lot of people don't see it that way when people say they like something or, 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 um, don't give a lot of context to why they like things. People just see it as choosing a side. And it's not that I'm choosing a side of liking the sequel trilogies, liking Disney, liking Ray. Mm-hmm. It's just that Ray means something to me. Agreed. And, you know, much like all of these films, they have a level of personal importance. So, no, you're not going to convince me to not like them. And no, you're not going to argue me out of, me- out- out of liking Ray Skywalker, Ray's mm-hmm. journey.
1: I say confidently and without any apology, the sequel trilogy is my Star Wars. It is the most Star Wars that has resonated with me, other than the Clone Wars, but that's, you know, it's my Star Wars it, film. It's the
0: big one. Like, yeah. it, all Star Wars is Star Wars, true, but the movies are kind of the pillars. Like, yeah. you kind of got to deal with that. Trust me, I like the animation, too.
1: <laughs> the sequel trilogy is my corner, so. And I'm so glad that you brought up race Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and and you talked about that back at, with the Force Awakens episode, where I mean, because that was these films were happening as you were forming your relationship with Star Wars and everything, and, and so relationship with you. Y- yes, I was there too, and <laughs> so um, yeah, it makes sense that these would mean something completely different um, to you. Uh, you yeah. know, like it. I I really feel like, and and that's what really. I think is the the point to Star Wars is like a lot of people make it out like, well, it's meant for kids and no. I, I agree and disagree. I think it's made for people who are going through formative times mm-hmm. and that just happens to be kids a lot of the time. But I mean, we've seen it. Opinions change because adults change. People go through things in life that completely changes them and the way they look at things and the way they process and feel about things. Sometimes that means liking a movie you didn't like as a kid. Sometimes that means coming around to something you didn't think about that way until this happened to you. Yep. And so, yes, while kids are literally steeped in formativeness, uh, you know, they're they're just molds waiting to be made. And that's exactly what George Lucas wants to get in to is like, hey, while you're while you have choice, while you are choosing who you want to be for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. consider these things. Think about doing these things and not doing those things, you know, making a good and proper choice like Anakin did not. And so, yeah, that like that's where he's targeting. But like that comes around many times in your life. You go through all kinds of things that change you and shape you and develop you. And I think if you don't, then you're not living. You're you're going through the matrix, but you're not actually living and experiencing and and. And doing life, and I think if you're doing life, you're going to go through formative experiences. And I think if you're doing that, you're going to find awesome and meaningful things like this silly little fictional universe that will matter mm-hmm. because they they resonate, because they speak to you, because they kind of represent you sometimes. Yeah, um, you know that's why representation is is important. That's why this idea of you know found family this idea of rejecting your your uh, nature in in favor of your nurture is is meaningful because it represents humanity.
1: Oh yeah. I I love the I love so much the plot point of legacy in a negative sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I listen to sad music when I'm sad. I know. Yeah, I do. I a lot of people do yeah. I don't I don't know the science if somebody knows the science tell me but don't because I don't want to ruin it
1: go to therapy Yeah um I think it is so ne- imp-
0: neg legacy negative legacy <laughs> ne- you like negative legacy Sorry. the
1: plot point of neg legacy yes yes I something that I think a lot of us can agree with or relate to but I think what makes it such a good freaking movie for that is the line of a thousand generations live within you you get to decide what to do with that yeah it doesn't matter where you came from be it you know a skywalker family of bastards that run around and shoot guns (laughs) or the palpatine family that cackles maniacally right you get to decide what you take there are two wolves inside of you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. kill one. Kill both them. Um,
1: you shouldn't have wolves inside
0: of you. <laughs> who let you in? <laughs> who uh, let the wolves in? Who? I'm allergic to dogs.
1: Um, um, but yeah, like, the point who? is... Who? Decision. Who? I'm sorry, I was so late for that joke. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the point is making a decision. Like, it was this movie and Shang-Chi who both hit the nail on the head of...
0: Yeah, very good point.
1: You get to... Decide who you are, but you, what, with what you were given.
0: Exactly, yes, exactly. That's the biggest thing, and um, that you really stuck on and called out when we were watching Shang Chi, and that's that. That's absolutely fundamental. Y- you don't always get to choose what you're given, but you get to choose what you do with it.
1: Exactly. The that- lessons that you were taught, the the nurture you were given, in some cases, like you get to make a. Decision
0: that's best for you. Well, like, and, and that's again going back to like George Lucas's whole shtick. Like, he has, he's a one trick pony, really. When you like, is he creative in how he does it? Yes, yes, but he's got one mission, and it's to get you to understand you always have a choice. Exactly. Um, it's never too late for it's, redemption. I don't think it's my uh, Twitter cover anymore. Um, I don't know if I have it saved, but like, it's literally the most important quote i think george lucas has ever said yeah okay um like it it distills everything huh oh oh, gosh (laughs) but it just before i completely (laughs) take the air out of this serious conversation but yeah it, it distills everything that like i said george lucas is trying to do with this silly fiction like he's he recognizes that all of this is just a medium to help people be better like when you look at star wars too deeply you miss the point like it's like when you try to like scientifically understand art and all this like that's not the point when when you get so wrapped up in the art that it you forget how it impacts you you've ruined it exactly when you get so caught up in star wars that you forget this is meant to enlighten you this is meant to entertain you this is meant to help you this is meant to teach you
1: if we could go back to the mirror scene in the Last Jedi. We are supposed to look in that mirror and decide.
0: Right. What are you going to... Exactly. And that's the thing. What are you going to do with this? Does right?
1: this matter?
0: Right. <laughs> Go for it, babe. Oh, my gosh. Hang on. Well, I got I to... Gotta, like poetry. It rhymes. Okay. I, got, I had to walk <laughs> into it. I had to walk into it. Every, everybody has their choice of being a hero or, or not being a hero. Every, every day of their lives. Uh, Steven, put that down. Uh, <laughs> you can either help somebody... You you can be compassionate towards people, you can treat some people with dignity, or not. You sound like Doctor Evil, <laughs> a lovely space
1: princess.
0: In one way, you become a hero, and in the other way, you're part of the problem. <laughs> um, Please send that to me. I kept that on my I, I kept that on my Twitter forever. Um, oh, I've man. now changed it to the Star Wars Last Supper. <laughs> But uh, the, the point heard. still stands of, that, like, that's what he's trying to get, right? That's what he's trying to teach you in these formative moments of life, uh, whether you're young or old or in between. He's trying to teach you that everybody has a choice yes. with what they're given. You don't, you don't get to choose to be given anything. You're given something, but you choose what you do with it. And you're either the hero or the villain. That's always been the point of Star Wars, and that's the point of The Rise of Skywalker is Rey choosing to be the hero despite everything she's been given that says otherwise. And so, yeah, that's that's meaningful and important, and that's big. That's Star Wars. Yeah. And, and that's why I can't understand not liking it. I can understand not relating to it, but I can't understand not seeing how fundamentally Star Wars this Star Wars is. Agreed. And so, I, I, you know, I mean, it's going to be repetitive, but yeah, it, it bookends so well because it, it, it takes and does so well with the legacy that it's been given. Yeah. The whole point.
1: And speaking of legacy, yeah. we get the fulfillment of the line in The Force Awakens. I will finish what you started. And he does. Yeah. He does to the nth degree. Not what we were expecting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I guess that's a good point to go into, like, with, so the whole Ben Solo thing.
1: (laughs) You sound so excited about your favorite character.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, uh, yeah, favorite favorite of the sequel trilogy. Um, Well, I was pulling back up the original Rise of Skywalker tweet thread. Um, So, yeah, going into the other fundamental character of especially this trilogy, but also this film. Like, we wrap up um, Ben's story. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a wrap up, in in my opinion.
1: And it, another one of the best Star Wars moments, in my opinion, is the hat trick. The hat trick. It's what I call it. It's Ray putting the saber behind her back oh, and yeah. Ben pulling it out.
0: Which, you know, I don't know how, number one, you could look at The Last Jedi and say that Ryan ruined what JJ gave him. And I don't see how you can look at The Rise of Skywalker and say that JJ ruined what Ryan gave him.
1: They're playing he, off each other. Here's, guys. here's the
0: thing. I can understand being bitter about Ben's death. I'm not talking about that, I, but I mean, you are bitter about Ben's I'm, death. Literally all of the dyad stuff not only continues, but it enhances. Exactly. Actually, it's where we get the dyad terminology, mythos introduced mm-hmm. at all. Like he, he takes something so integral to what worked in the last Jedi, that whole relationship dynamic of theirs and just dials it up. And, and and what poetry that he's a Skywalker I know he's solo but he is a Skywalker and she's a Palpatine and they're intertwined so deeply it's literally the messaging of just it, it that's that's the deal exactly. light and dark are intertwined and ultimately your choice to go back to Ray Skywalker your choice is what balances it out or tips the scales hot take <laughs> so, hot take
1: do you think do you think
0: do I think do you think I try not to I mean my it's... thoughts are mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> um,
1: do you think there's a theory in here somewhere that the dyad is a, uh, is a side effect of Anakin's force birth or force conception? Because I, I had that idea, but I, I don't want to put it out in the world if it's not a good idea.
0: <laughs> no, actually,
1: you know what? No, you guys suffer with me. <laughs>
0: Um, well, I don't think. It's a
1: fun thing to think about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think it has to be like, you know, fan accredited to be something you put out there. Like, I mean, some opinions should stay to yourself. Not you. (laughs) I just mean in general. Like, some opinions should not be like uttered. You shouldn't speak that magic into existence. But yeah, you don't have to be like, you don't have to be well spoken or, or verified on Twitter to put out good opinions. Um Maybe, I, I mean, there's something to maybe the idea, like, they gave birth to twins, right? And what's a dyad if not twins and, like, everything.
1: It makes it weird if they kiss.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. But but I don't see that dyad-ness in Luke and Leia, though. No. Uh, not, because, like, my opinion on the dyad and my interpretation of it is that it's that you have this manifestation of both right? Mm-hmm. She is both light and dark. He is both light and dark. She struggles with the dark. He struggles with the light. Like the poetry amongst them is what creates the dyad, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see that with Luke and Leia. So like for me, the first thing I think of that I'm like, oh wow, that's cool because they gave birth to twins. And it's just like this idea of Anakin is this, uh, this um, concentration of both light and dark not necessarily in balance but he's this concentration of light and dark and everything he passes on is light and dark agreed but no because luke and Leia are both very light i know they have their struggles but it, for all intents and purposes they got all of the light while their father stayed in the dark so the
1: dark had to go somewhere
0: i mean you know like there that's stuff you get into right it's when you talk King about these Piccolo things situation <laughs> <laughs> right he distilled all the kami into uh um, into his wife uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh created light babies
1: he, um he did an egg from his throat that I, was the light right
0: now i do think there's something I, again i think I, I i i think the representation there is just the poetry again of palpatine skywalker light and dark being kind of intertwined Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, we don't know what brings on a diet. So maybe <laughs> something with Anakin, I mean, he's, he is powerful. He was a ping on the fourth scale. So maybe he yeah. had something to do with inciting that coming into existence, but his
1: power level
0: is quite high. Right. Uh, but you know, I think, uh, if anything, again, it's about that, uh, intrinsically le- linked relationship and everything. Hints why it sucks that you would kill that off um Jesus. i i like but we get a
1: fantastic scene before it happens we
0: do and don't get me wrong i'm not using this as a reason to to crap on the movie like like films and stories are going to do things you don't like um it happens like they killed cliff jumper in the bumblebee movie that's <laughs> like why would you kill such an integral character like you have you all of these other ones. You could kill Brawn,
1: not just Bumblebee, but Red.
0: You could you, no—he's important. <laughs> he was played by a Dwayne the Rock Johnson once. Like he's good. Like why would you kill that character? It makes no sense. Now you—you've ruined it for everyone because no one else Polka can do, do it. I know you don't like Cliff Jumper, but now no one else can do it. What if the next guy's next director's favorite character is Cliff Jumper? You have ruined John. it for him.
1: John. Take a breath.
0: So there's always things to not like. <laughs> Even in <laughs> movies you really like. Because that did is you, still the best Transformers movie. Did
1: you rewatch? Movie? I did recently. Yeah.
0: Um, it still makes me mad. I watched this. It's It still upsets me that what a character I <clears throat> love and, and means something to me. And uh, a character that just started making the right choice dies. Like mm-hmm. I have long said, and you can go back to many an episode, I never wanted him to die but I always ended it with, with with all my theories, with all my guesses and hopes. I always ended it with but they're probably going to kill Because I <laughs> pessimistically knew no, I, I realistically, it's only pessimism if it's wrong. If, it's re, if, it's re, if it happens, it's realistic. Okay? I was realistic and I was like, they're not going to want to write for a character that has to deal with consequences because that's too big brain for them. So they're just going to kill him. I knew it was going to happen and it still upset me. Then it upsets me now. <laughs> I'm not okay. I know. But Force Ghost Boyfriend, let's just...
1: Force Ghost Boyfriend. You know what? Boyfriend. All right,
0: if Patrick Swayze can do it, then Ooh, then Ben, ben Solo my, can do it. <laughs> my <laughs> darling. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit of Kermit there, actually. <laughs> <That was a laughs> Usually
1: every George Lucas impression gets a little Kermit.
0: So, uh, but, and and you you mentioned the scene before that and just moving on for the sake of not turning (laughs) and devolving this completely. Let's talk about
1: one of, another one of the best scenes in Star Wars. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm going to go ahead and not take that. Okay. Which is, um, Han Solo, not force ghosting. Oh, okay. But.
0: You rewound a little more than I was going to. Well, yeah, we'll go. Well, it's, we'll that's back. fine because I I want to talk about that. Yeah,
1: we need to talk about it because it is a fantastic emotional scene that broke <laughs> me. Yeah. It still breaks me when I watch it.
0: Yeah. Um, this one, and and this was what like started and cemented my love of and relation to the character of Ben Solo was that scene in The Force Awakens, right? Mm-hmm. And I love that it's so literal.
1: Yeah. It's
0: so literally a second chance, reliving a moment, something we all wish we could do.
1: Yeah.
0: Reliving a moment, and making a different choice. And, and you know what's crazy is it's not like dangling something in front of you. It's not teasing you or making fun of that wish that you have that you could do something different if you had all the same cards. It's literally telling you that you can, right? Like, my first reaction to that scene is to be angry, because it's just like, how dare you tell me, like, you don't know me, you don't know my life, you don't know what I've gone through, I can't go back and make a second chance, like, I can't do something different. But then again, why not? Now, can I relive that moment? No. Han even says it, no, she's gone. You can't go back and bring your mother back. But if you make that choice based on whether or not she comes back, you're making it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Right? If you make the choice to do the right thing just because of the circumstantial things, even important things like the the love of your family and 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 friends and whatnot, and and what you know what good things it would bring, it's still not the right thing. Do it because it's the right thing. Exactly. Right. That's what you do, and because you are here, because you're you're alive right now, you have an opportunity to choose. So choose. That like. Yeah, no, he can't bring his father back. He can't bring his mother back. He can't do any of that differently, but he can do the next thing differently. Yes. Right? He can
1: so, do the next right thing.
0: Yeah. So I I an amazing 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 choice mm-hmm. to do that scene again. Uh and I love the fan service and nod of, you know, I know. Right? Like It was so good. And and that's why I feel like that's more than a memory, because I I want Ben to really know that his father knows. Yeah. He always knew the truth. I know you love me. You might not love me right now, and you might not be doing something that says you love me, but I know. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to know eventually. And sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes, you know, we have to remind, we have to know for ourselves, right? Yeah. You know, and so no, no one could make that choice for him. Uh, he had to make that choice, so. Exactly. I kind of hijacked your point and a little no, bit, And no, so you said everything that I was going to say. <laughs> well, say something else, perfect. just so I don't feel bad.
1: No, it's okay. I can make another dumb theory if you want. Okay. <laughs> Is that that was not just a dream, it was just a memory. It was a force projection from the force itself. Right. Or Leia. Because, because With Han. <laughs> among the living force. No,
0: because Han's force-sensitive.
1: Because Han is Force-sensitive. Shut up.
0: Everybody is, technically. Like, You're did you sensitive. not watch The Last Jedi, guys? Right. Um, Anyone can be Broom Boy. Well, all right. Well, lead us into Leia, because, I mean, you you jokingly brought her up. But that, I mean, that's as <sighs> integral to his redemption uh, as Han's showing up was.
1: You, wanna, you, wanna, you want me to talk about another scene that just absolutely destroyed me Well, because the character
0: is so important to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have my reasons, but, like, this is for a long time was your character and especially in recent films, I feel like she was so like for, for her to get handled and to be a part of the story in such a way, I'm sure had to be important for you.
1: It the beauty of her using the last of whatever she had to reach out to her son and to give him a second chance because there could be no one else to redeem Ben. And you could say yes. He was redeemed by Rey. He was redeemed by Han, and he was redeemed by Luke. But most importantly, he was redeemed by Leia, who never gave up on him. Right. And that was a moment that just shattered my heart into a million pieces. <laughs> Especially the scene that comes after it with Poe, which is some of the most important character work um, for Poe. And you know, the last Jedi, the last Jedi, the last Jedi did a lot of. Good work for that character,
0: but oh yeah, well, and their relationship too.
1: exactly pushing him into a spot where he has to grow up and take control and to just do the right thing was such an important story move, yeah, well, it and, made Poe a great character,
0: and which it, she already was again, you know they they planted the seeds, you know the the resistance is reborn, right? You mm-hmm. see Poe, uh, and you see behind him Leia. Yeah. Uh, when he's leading, they look to Leia, and she says, "No, look at him." Right. What do you what 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 am, what do you need me to do? He mm-hmm. said the thing. Do it.
1: And Leia, not only being confirmed as Force sensitive in the Last Jedi, but being a Jedi Master or a Force Master, whatever, in this movie, is fantastic to me. Oh yeah. Yes. Of course, Leia is a Jedi.
0: <laughs> well, and I appreciate that bump up to her character like it's not a hint it's not a a guess or it's not um you know off screen like Mm -hmm. she is Ray's teacher and um I had had an interaction with someone and we'll lead this into talking about Twitter stuff um where you know we talked about or you know we kind of tweeted back and forth about some meaningful things and you know, Ray and Leia's relationship being one of those things and yeah. that she had a special and specific, uh, maternal bond, uh, and mentor relationship with Ray. Uh, and it's just that idea of everything else, everyone else, Luke, um, all of her friends, all, yeah, they, they all had a part to play, uh, uh of importance and everything. But ultimately the, the real deal came from Leia. Yeah. And that's so meaningful and important just in the sense that like Luke gets a lot of the glory and a lot of the legacy and a lot of the shine, uh, you know? Uh, and I, you know, I hate that it's just posthumously, but yeah, I, I, I think still rightly deserved <laughs> and earned. And, and I'd like to think regardless, they would have taken that route of moving Leia forward, uh, not just because she's force sensitive, but just because of the character that she is, um, that she would have that level of importance to the story, not yeah. just be the general, not just be the princess, but to be a master. Exactly. To be equally yoked with her brother. They are twins after all. Um, maybe a diet. Yes. Mm. Um, so yeah. So we asked, uh, and I have to say, by far the biggest response we've gotten for one of these of, "Hey, what are some of your favorite things?" We're going to talk about it. And so, uh, just a quick breeze through. Uh, In no particular order, I'm just going to find certain ones um, and bring that up. Uh, That's why, if you see it, you should definitely uh, share your opinions, uh, because you never know. It might get get you on. Um, So, uh, Anthony Shand, don't know if you're any relation to Fennec Shand, but maybe so. Probably. Uh, If so, can you get us a signature? That'd be great. She's my favorite Disney princess. Um, Said, everything. Love it all. Very short and sweet, but agreed. I, I agree. Uh, uh, I choose Bulbasaur, who actually had a mention in, I think, our last one. Man, um, I also choose Bulbasaur. Yeah, right? That's my
1: favorite Pokemon. Uh uh-huh.
0: Everything involving Bin's redemption. Yes. Yes. Redemption agreed. and not death. Hey. Um, <laughs> oh, it's spiraling. <laughs> um, Travis Wells said the way they integrated the old Leia footage and gave her a meaningful on-screen death. Agreed. Um, Yeah, I mean, you don't often get to so uh, neatly, if I can say that, put to bed a character. Literally. Um, but I, I do so appreciate that they were able to do it in the way they did, um, you know, not in some ridiculous sacrifice or something that made her out to be some, you know, hero in, in the charge. Like, no. the temptation to be like, oh, I'm going to take out like 50 stormtroopers and then, you know, like. Yeah, like this idea of ending gloriously at battle like that's mm. not that's not glory and that's definitely not Leia's character no uh this turning to her family and 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 what that's that's the real deal and and so to to handle it so well i thought was a good deal uh jared the holly jolly jedi What's up, jared? christmas is over okay yeah, stop jared you pagan from Nerd get that christmas tree out of your thing um <laughs> So, I don't think he has a Christmas cake. No, in his, in his name. In okay. his name uh, it's probably going to be changed after this episode comes out, and everybody's going to be like, what the heck?
1: Jared's sure, been um, very busy.
0: But let it be known, he was holly and jolly when he wrote this. Uh, some incredible visuals, great fight choreography, costume design is, I can't say that word, and some of the family themes uh, work really well when they do. We are family friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we like, not, look for we a, might not be proctor. family friendly. We might not be family, and we might not be friendly. But uh, we are a family-friendly podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Are we? uh, We try to be. I I try to be a lot of things. Let's just put it that way. You
1: got to be bad. You got to be bold. You got to be wiser.
0: And then um, just for the last one, uh, we'll pick a long one uh, for the sake of time. Uh, The last Skywalker, uh, actually, uh, ironic name, said the rise of Skywalker is just the most fun of the saga. It's campy adventure film. And it didn't try to be anything more. It's also miraculous how they were able to weave Leia into the story. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful they did uh, and didn't have her die in the opening crawl. Agreed. Yeah, off just off screen would not have been uh, no. great. Um, but yes, again, and actually, um, I think that was, was this who I talked to about? Uh, no, it was not. But I still did leave you a nice message. So hopefully you saw that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so, yes, uh, a very beloved film by us and some. Yeah. Uh, And, again, I was very uh, uh, honored and happy that so much love poured out on that tweet uh, and just in our interactions in general uh, with that because, you know, uh, and that's really what, like, changed the dynamic of going into this episode was I was like, wow, I didn't expect all this love. I actually didn't – even the people that were only nitpicking certain like I, I like the action or I like the cinematography. It's just like okay, That's fine. cool. That's something you like. That's cool. That's what we want. Um yeah, like people were even able just to get it down to little things or get it big and and I loved that. And and you know, considering we just came off of talking about the Last Jedi, and that still somehow is so volatile, it was it was very nice to have so many pleasant conversations and interactions about the rise of Skywalker. Agreed. And so, um, yeah, if, if you're doing it right, Star Wars shouldn't be controversial. No, Uh, it shouldn't be, uh, headache inducing. It shouldn't be frustrating. It should be fun. Agreed. It should be meaningful. Uh, and it should be, uh, good. And so, um, remember to like, just keep Star Wars what it's about. And I think that's a big part of sequel trilogy. Uh, of, of, as, as a whole, especially The Last Jedi, but also here where it's just that reminder of just like, you know, keep it about the right things, you know, um, focus on the good things and, and get the point. Right. Like mm-hmm. even if the point is given in a way where it's just like, well, but I don't like that. The Empire Strikes Back had a cooler action. scene, OK, but the point. Yes. The point of making the good and right choices just because they're the right things to do. And not because of anything that's come before you, uh, and, and not because of your last name, not because of your affiliations, not because of anything else, but just because it's the right thing to do, Yeah,
1: do that. You are who you choose to be.
0: Yeah, if you want to honor the maker's legacy, then do that. Yeah. Make good choices.
1: With great power comes great responsibility. There you go.
0: <laughs> now, you said it. Now you got to die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, coming in under an hour, um, plenty more we could talk about, but much like The Last Jedi, there'll be things we'll be cherry picking out of these amazing films to turn into episodes all in of their selves uh, in the new year. And so uh, not the last time we'll talk about uh, The Rise of Skywalker or any of these Star Warsy y things. Um, so if we missed anything you really want to talk about uh, or want us to talk about, let us know um, if you've got things you love that we didn't... I mean. We didn't talk about Finn. I feel so bad. We oh, didn't no, talk we didn't about the talk other about... stormtroopers. We didn't oh, talk about no. Lando. <laughs> uh, you know, it's ta- I feel bad. But but the
1: We got so caught up in the stuff that we love. It's We're why we, have to
0: do another episode. Exactly. It's why we have a podcast so we can talk endlessly about these things to the yes. same few people um, that we appreciate for listening and being a part of the family and the conversation and all of that. We particularly love and appreciate our patrons. Um, Thank you to Graham, Rebecca, Doug, Nick. You guys are awesome. Um, Not just because you give us money, uh, but just because you choose to put up with us and support us for some reason. Um, And your support means uh, the world to us. Yes. uh, This is coming out uh, just before the new year. So obviously we want to hope everybody has a good uh, holiday. Um, and, uh, maybe you'll set resolutions, maybe you won't, but I- if we can all just choose to yeah. be better people, I think 2022 has a shot at being a better year. Um, you know, if you want things to be different, you've got to be different. So maybe try that. New year, new me. Yeah. My
1: resolution is 1080p.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, that's high quality nowadays. It's, it's sure. It's 4k. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And, and speaking of the first thing we'll be doing in the new year, uh, technically, Theme. is uh, talking about Spider-Man. It was supposed to happen at, at, for Christmas, and it didn't. And then Christmas Deal with happened. It, right? Like, you don't know my life. 476 hours, guys. Jeez, Leave Jesus. me alone. <laughs> the, the fact that we did anything at Christmas amazes me, and it's all because we love you that I put up with you and do this apparently.
1: You talking to me or you talking to them?
0: I'm talking to the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, I love you. I love them. And we'll be back talking more nerdy things, Star Wars and otherwise, uh, in the next episode. Later,
1: skaters. Yeah.